welcome everyone to another episode of the Nerdotaku Gaming Podcast. I know it's been a while, but we have been doing stuff, life, and games. Actually played video games, lots of video games, and conventions. <laughs> and conventions, which, man, they keep getting bigger. I don't know why we keep doing this to ourselves. But along with all of this has been my great co-host, Robin. Robin, how have you been? I've been great. I've been great. You've also been playing games, I hope. Usual. Playing games. Playing lots of games. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Okay, so we found ourselves at the tail end of the year. Um, and tail end of the year is always fun for me because it's game of the year time. And Jeff Keighley's Game Awards are happening soon. The nominees are out. And we would like to talk about them. So, man, I don't know where to start. Like, I guess we can just start by like quick fire mentioning like who, like who is in the, who, like which games have been nominated. Uh, it's six this year in a year where we've had I think over eight or seven games that had like a ninety plus Metacritic, <laughs> which is crazy. Um, yeah. So the nominees are. In alphabetical order, I, I think this is alphabetical order. Alan Wake 2 by Remedy, Baldur's Gate 3 by Larian Studios, Marvel's Spider Man 2 by Insomniac, Resident Evil 4 by Capcom, the remake, uh, Super Mario Bros. Wonder by Nintendo, and The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom by Nintendo as well. That's what was nominated. Six out of the, I would say, possible nine Game of the Year contendees. Uh, thoughts, Robin? Uh, I don't think. You know, it's it's weird to whenever these contenders come out, there'll always be that one game or maybe two games where people are gonna be like, "Man, this game shouldn't be on the list. This game, how is this game on the list?" You know, last year it was Stray, as an example. The other year, I know some people were iffy about Deathloop, despite it being critically mm-hmm. acclaimed. Uh, but this year, you can't really say that, like because all the contenders are really damn good, and you can't really say that, man. This game was not supposed to be there this year because the quality was that high the quality is that high with the contenders this year it is the quality and looking at the reception they 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 all got of course you know a fan of game x and fan of game y is going to be like man why isn't the game i like nominated that's okay but it's more why isn't the game i like nominated unless why is the game I don't like nominated? <laughs> yeah, it? yeah, it's less hating and more like the game I wanted isn't here. What's ha- what's going on? Yes, which is which is fascinating. Mm-hmm. Which is different. It's it's good in a way. I think it's better than like toxic stuff. I mean, it's still yeah, it's still a little toxic, but it's it's better this way. And it like I said, it says a lot about the quality this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, it, it is, it is. So I. I guess I just want us to, like, the reason why I like the Game Awards is because it is a celebration of video games. And and I saw a lot of chatter today on, I'm not going to freaking call it X, on Twitter about, because uh, the the Oscars have also, have also announced that they, they will happen because you know, the strike is over and they've picked their host, who's Jimmy Kimmel, and people are talking about, like, the Oscars just feel like a chore because like even the host doesn't it's like he doesn't want to be there or like he's making fun of the movies like i get like it's a comedy bit and stuff and even the game awards has comedy bits you know like there's like the the muppet stuff and whatever but like it never really it never feels like it's it's hating on it doesn't feel it it doesn't feel mean-spirited it's very celebratory and and I and I appreciate that. Like say what you about the game was not being cringe or like an ad or whatever. That's all fair. 
um, to a certain extent, but it does still feel very celebratory. And in that spirit, I want us to celebrate some of these games that were nominated and the possible snubs. So, um, I will talk about a game that I played that um, I enjoyed more than the original, which is Resident Evil 4. Uh, man, Capcom, listen, Capcom, <laughs> like, I don't know what happened at Capcom uh, in the past, I don't know, five, six years that they've been, something happened and they just decided to be like the best like developer in the world, to be honest. Like, they've been releasing banger after banger <laughs> after banger, like just consistently. Yeah, the quality is high. Like, just my goodness. Like, when I played, because I like, I like um, PS1 Resident Evil, because it's like slow paced, survival horror, inventory management stuff. And Resident Evil 4 was fine to me. Like, I, I understood why people liked it, but it wasn't, you know, it was a hashtag not my Resident Evil. Um, <laughs> but Resident Evil 4 being, feeling like Resident Evil 2 Remake really made me get into this one. I, I don't know if I'm making any sense. Like, it's. You know what I mean? Like, it's. <laughs> it's my Resident Evil now, TM. And, and, and I sort of. I now understand why it is probably like the most re-released game ever uh, and <laughs> and most people it's a game that most people are, are like if you ask someone like what is the best game ever made re4 is gonna come up like at least three out of ten times or something it's one of those games in the yes, yes it's always in the conversation yeah, so like I, I I get it now I played it it's it's really it's actually really funny I didn't know it was funny like <laughs> it's really funny like uh like the other games it's got a sense yeah, the of other humor games, like one two and three were not that fun like they had some moments but like re4 is actually like it's almost a comedy game you know like <laughs> so like yeah that was that was fun i didn't expect that um yeah really really good game uh, runs really well. I, I like when I saw the graphics. I was like, "This is not gonna run on my PC." But it runs really well. It looks gorgeous. I mean, there's nothing new I can say about Resident Evil 4. To be honest, like, it's it's really good. It's it's freaking fantastic, and people should try it out if they haven't played it. And I I know people are iffy on this one because like, oh, it's a remake and it's really good and it's flowers. Why is it nominated? But it's a new game. It's a new game. There's new stuff in here. It's made me play the game. Yeah, it's not. It's not just a remake. It's it's. Uh, it's it's not like oh, Metroid Prime Remaster or The Last of Us remake. No, this is. It's a from the ground up thing. It's like saying Final Fantasy VII remake shouldn't be nominated for Game of the Year. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, so that's one of the games I played. Um, I, I only played one other one here, so I'll, I'll let you speak about the ones you are playing and or have played. Mm. Well, I've played Spider-Man 2. I think it's fantastic. Does it deserve to be I here? Think okay, like, okay, listen, okay, I, yes, it's obviously great, but like, for me, if I was going to remove a game from this list, I would remove Spider-Man. Now, listen, I haven't played the game and I love Spider-Man, like Marvel Spider-Man 1, and I love Mario's Morales. Very good games. Only games of platinum, so you know, like, and I'm not a trophy hunter, so like, and I hunted for the trophies in those games, so you know I freaking love these games. But if I was going to remove something, I would remove Spider-Man. Tell me why Spider-Man is on the 6 and not any other game. Because it's really damn good. You know, sometimes people make things too hard and you know it's it's easy the game is good <laughs> it's it's really that simple it's a good ass game and i guess yes that can be the argument for why you won't have it on the list because oh it's just a really good ass game it's not groundbreaking or anything but like in other years that's not a problem it's just that this year is stacked so maybe you can be a bit miffed but no I don't think that matters. I think Spider-Man 2 is fantastic. Insomniac's best game yet. The traversal is... 
some of the best I've seen in any video game. It is like as if it wasn't fun enough to move around in Spider-Man. They've somehow made it even more fun to move. You, you, you can't think it's possible, but they did. The web wings are just crazy fun. Yeah, I saw like I saw clips uh, of like the there's that thing where like you rotate on your web like like a helicopter thing. I saw clips of that and I'm like that was very cool. <laughs> yeah, no, the game the game is fantastic. I've got nothing but positive things to say about Marvel Spider-Man Two. Great game. That's uh, and also. Besides Alan Wake, it's the only one I think which, uh, which had, you know, you know, everybody says that. Oh, if you want to get nominated at the Game Awards, be a third-person story-based game. That's how you get to the Game Awards. So, I think aside from Alan Wake, which is clearly experimental in many ways, uh, Spider-Man Two is the only one which also satisfies that category. Indeed, yeah, it, it is, it is, and I think that's why it's... Uh... <laughs> Baldur's Gate 3, yes, absolutely, it's a narrative-driven game, but it's narrative in a different way. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's different. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's not, it's not what people say is Game Awards bait. It really isn't. But yeah, Spider-Man is quality, I've played Tears of the Kingdom, I think of all the games on the list, Tears of the Kingdom is actually my favorite, which is, you know, a bit unexpected, but uh, the game is is ridiculous. Yeah. It's 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 a it's a marvel of engineering. I've I always I've said this about Tears of the Kingdom multiple times. When you play it, you ask yourselves, how did they make this? That's how I feel about it. That's why it's on the list for obvious reasons. Quality is extremely high. The level of polish against the level of ambition in Tears of the Kingdom is... Uh, it's crazy. It's quite crazy. It was... It, everyone knew it would be nominated. And for good reason. Yeah, I'm kind of also like... I'm, I'm in two camps, right? It's like... People sort of know it's going to win because, like, obviously it's going to win. But then I also see people sort of like scoffing it. It's like, guys, this is Tears of the Kingdom. Like, are, are we are we like living in a parallel universe? Yeah, it's Tears of the Kingdom. Like, <laughs> come on now. So, Tears of the Kingdom, twenty million copies, 90, 96 Metacritic, and then people are like, oh, I really wanted to lose at the Jeff Keighley Awards and you ask like why what are you doing what's going what's wrong with you of course you know everything I said about Tears of the Kingdom also applies to Baldur's Gate 3 the level of scope against the level of ambition and polish is crazy uh, okay maybe yeah, not as much on polish yeah, but yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> but the level of uh, scope and ambition is quite high in Baldur's Gate, it is no surprise that it was dominated. Most people already knew that the front runners would be Tears of the Kingdom and Baldur's Gate. Yeah. Uh, likewise, if I'm not mistaken, they have also got the most nominations. They have, they have indeed, yes. Which is, you know, it's it's, uh, it's probably gonna cause an unfortunate flame war, but it is what it is. But yeah, Baldur's, Baldur's Gate, I didn't love it. I had my issues with it. Uh, but I respect what it did. I I know I haven't had a chance to talk about Baldur's Gate on the podcast yet, but I love Baldur's Gate. I grew up playing Baldur's Gate 1 and 2. And I, I, I bought Icewind Dale. The first game I bought in college, this is 2000. Nine, was Icewind Dale 2 super old game at the time well not super old, it was like 1999 well I guess that's super, that's 10 years I guess yeah, old game at the time but <laughs> <laughs> old game at the time um, but like 
I love, I love, I love this kind of thing. Like I love RPGs, I love Bioware, old Bioware, anyway. And getting into <laughs> getting into Baldur's Gate, I, I had such high expectations, such high expectations. There was no way it was going to meet them, and it did. And I think that something that um, someone has said that like a new take that I I, I think hasn't gone viral or anything that I can say, say to convince people is that. Baldur's Gate is not really doing anything new. It's just doing a lot of stuff that you would think you would be able to do in an RPG that is just not possible to do because of like real life problems. Like, like you know, like obviously not all the characters will be voiced because that's too much work, you know. But in Baldur's Gate, that's possible. Obviously you can't do immersive simi stuff like oh i'll carry this you know uh explosive and use it here and it'll work like it doesn't it doesn't sound feasible to do that it works in borders gates but it does and I, 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 that's what makes it special is that the stuff that you think that you think generally would think about borders Gate allows you to do that's the remarkable thing. Is it doing anything new? I don't think so. I actually think Divinity uh, Original Sin 2 is deeper gameplay-wise and somehow more difficult as well. Like, you had a challenging game, play Divinity. Um, but it's Baldur's Gate is just, I guess, accessible and somehow more fun. Like, Divinity is like a good, like, tactics game. Baldur's Gate is just, like, you can really cheese Baldur's Gate. Like, if you really, like, you can really cheese the game. Divinity kind of like almost punishes you for cheesing it. Um, so, yeah, like it's just a, a solid RPG, a super, super solid RPG that allows you to work in that Dungeons and Dragons fantasy. And, and the characters, which is a Bioware staple, like, and I think the reason why Borders Gate has done so well is it's gotten the Bioware fans. And Bioware fans are crazy people okay like <laughs> the reason this game had so much <laughs> buzz is because bioware bioware fans are still talking about dragon age one characters like that's how crazy they are so like you can only imagine how much they're talking about like the characters in this game as well which are very fun so yeah um that's man um, very memorable very very endearing it's, it's a great cast it's a, amazingly acted yep yep really really well done and for any Baldur's Gate fans of like the older games there's like really good can you even call them easter eggs they're not easter eggs they're like main characters like I don't think it's a spoiler to say that Jahira is in the game right like that's not a spoiler right like is it <laughs> no it's not really. like when I saw Jahira because I, I didn't see like in the trailers I didn't see Jahira in the trainers. So like when she pops up, I was like, holy... Because like it's the voice actor of Jahira. Like it's the, the, the old voice actor. So I'm like, oh my goodness, it's Jahira. And then like, I thought she would just be like a cameo. And then she was not just a cameo. And I was like, oh my God, like it's just... <laughs> and then she mentions another character of who was in the party in Baldur's Gate 1. I'm like, whoa, that character is also still in the game. That's crazy. And then you find the character in a mission that's like, like you wouldn't even realize it's him. And then you, oh man, it's it's very satisfying. I'll say that like it's very satisfying for old fans. Like very very satisfying. Um, I'm really sure you probably didn't get the same uh, interaction because it was your first time in the universe, I guess. But like for me, like you can only imagine yes, how yes. like the reviews were like, and they really do feel like you know like in a Marvel movie where it's like. Jen, jen, jen. It's the other Spider-Man. You know that, like they even pause for effect. <laughs> like the game. Like, oh, you're meant to applaud yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The game does that as well. But I'm like, oh, this is probably this is 100% not landing for anyone who never played Baldur's Gate One. <laughs> yeah. So this Baldur's Gate, uh, which I think deserves to be there, and it's probably a front runner. But the my da- probably the winner. <laughs> My dark horse is Alan Wake 2. I haven't played the game. I mean, of I haven't course. Played the game, but it is first of all Game Awards bait, and then it is also doing. Yeah. It's also like the most graphically intense game of the bunch. You know, like something really pushing 
the boundaries like uh, um, aesthetically uh, by by pixels i mean you know like just like oh that you game with my graphics it's alan wake 2 um and it's 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 weird it's a weird game it's a weird third person action adventure horror game you know i feel what will go against alan wake 2 is the fact that apparently the gunplay is nothing special in a year where all the nominees play like their gameplay i'm not saying Baldur's gate has got great yeah, gameplay like, <laughs> like for, for me it doesn't but you know for for what people are looking for it does you know I what guess, i mean i guess you could say that like if you're going to qualify that way yeah but like the other games are, here are technical gameplay marvels resident evil 4 super mario wanda uh zelda <laughs> spider-man i haven't even talked about that game yet <laughs> right like all of them are like that game gameplay marvels so it's the only one which is sort of lacking in that regard alan wake so that's going to have something against it but i feel alan wake will sweep every will, will get a lot of its categories but it may lose out in terms of you know the big gong the big gong i feel is like elden ring last year it's kind of been pre-decided already that okay this is Baldur's gate here yeah i think i think uh, looking at the outlets and um like sort of having a feel of which outlets are the big voters on this there's a, 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 a i'll say there's a, a fair bias towards Baldur's gate uh, and i think it's mostly just because of like I'll call it um, what's this? Uh, Breath of the Wild fatigue. Not that Tears of the Kingdom is a lesser game. It's probably a better game than, than Breath of the Wild. But it just feels like oh, we've given Breath of the Wild its flowers. So now let's give Baldur's Gate. I th- that's what I think will happen. If none of the outlets are thinking that way, I think Tears of the Kingdom gets it. Fair. Unfortunately, both of us have failed to give any chance to super mario wonder which is a shame because it's a platformer you already know it won't win fine but man what a game what a game what a game it's incredible super mario wonder is incredible i mean it's 2d mario i i was one of the few people that actually really liked the 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 wii u 2d mario 2d mario games because i like the 2d mario games those are the ones i've played the most of so like i love them i know they are special i even liked super mario new super mario brothers wii i think that's what it was called i even liked that one yeah yeah Um, like a lot i like it a lot uh so (laughs) i can only imagine how good this one is because this is their tentpole game for the holiday so no it, it's an incredible game it you know one thing i can say about mario mario games they feel like oh this is nintendo where like the big 3d mario and 2d mario games it's like oh nintendo knows that this is their big game the level of polish in a mario game is unmatched in the industry like there's actually there's no games which are as polished which feel as polished as mario games in the whole industry that's the standard that's the level not even nintendo's own zelda games feel as polished as mario games and the same applies to wonder it's at an insane level it everything feels perfect and then you know when you go behind the scenes <laughs> and see what the developers said that they were given no deadline when making the game they were told just just come up with whatever ideas you want you have no deadline there's no rush so likewise the level of creativity in all of the levels is also outstanding every level you know how maybe like in a set of levels you have one gimmick across three levels every level has got not a gimmick but it's got a it's got a thing about (laughs) every level has got a thing going on that's the 
level of quality they put into it. It's it really is one of the best platformers ever. I'm not done. I'm nearly done. But it it's it's something else. And it's a shame it won't win because we know it won't. But wow. It's I'll, it's I'll really good. I'll pose this question, right? In any other regular year, like not a bad year, not a great year, like just a regular year. I I know most game years like we we've been having good years. But in any other regular year, which of these games do you feel is like okay, this is a winner? In 2021, all of the nominees this year win. What won in 2021? It takes 2. Two. 2021, all of the nominees this year win, except maybe Super Mario Wonder. Because it's a pure platformer. Every other game wins in 2020 in 2021. In 2019, every game except Super Mario Wonder and Resident Evil 2 Remake win. What one in 20 oh, Resident Evil 4 one Remake? One 20... Sekiro. Sekiro won. Oh, I don't see stuff beating Sekiro, dude. That's crazy. <laughs> I can see Spider-Man winning that over Sekiro. That is not possible. Can, that I, is not possible. I can see Tears of the Kingdom winning over Sekiro. Tears maybe, yeah. Maybe Tears. Like I think that's the only one I can see. I can see Baldur's No, I see... I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. Mm. In 2019 and in 2021, all the games except Mario and Resident Evil 4 in addition for 2019. get game of the year over all the other nominees that's well that that i'm i'm certain of that that's well i mean i i guess that just goes 2018 it goes to show the quality and in any other year uh star wars jedi survivor final fantasy 16 uh which other game and and street fighter 6 all get nominated like like just cuz there are these six like i mean let's start with street fighter 6 i believe that street fighter 6 should be part of the six no pun intended i truly believe this i think the only reason it is not here is because it is a fighting game i truly believe like i think it can replace Alan Wake i think it can replace Spider-Man in this six like it is to me i i think no. it is a genuine like it is the first time someone can genuinely say i think sweet a fighting game can win game of the year like without it being like a meme or anything like legitimately like this can win game of the year uh technically smash bros ultimate but okay <laughs> true true that was a, that was a good that was a good game damn um everyone is here uh yeah so street fighter 6 man Capcom again. Jeez. Somebody give this dude the I know power. I know the I know the question which one would ask is what more would Capcom have to do for Street Fighter 6 to get nominated? That's the question which has been coming up. I understand that. Uh The reason I guess the reason I'm I'm not as miffed about it is because I wasn't as enamored by Street Fighter 6's single player. Mm. Even though I found the concept interesting, I found the execution boring. <laughs> I wish there was a cinematic story mode so that we can so that the the world of Street Fighter could actually go somewhere because you know, here your main character is a nameless avatar who doesn't talk everything it's it's shallow. It's very shallow. I mean, I I really they they I feel like they really focused on the they, fighting. Like this time they were just like we're going to get this right. Uh, then in that case, you need to have mechanics and a roster which are 100% incredible. And I do think the roster is good. I do think the mechanics are good, but mm, <sighs> roster-wise fighting games are not going to get any better than Smash Ultimate. So already that's a problem for any other future fighting games. And mechanics wise, 
anyway, I I I can't talk too much because you know if a pro player is complaining about the mechanics, they're pro, and I, not me. Yeah. I can't really complain about what they complain yeah. about. No, but I, but, but you know it, it's 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 not. I don't know. It's not perfect. Mm. I guess, but at the same time, you have to ask what more could they have done. Fine. I I, I think it's a single speaking player on stuff. a personal level. Single player stuff. If it has a motor combat type single player that most people can attach to and get attached to certain characters in a certain, you know, linear narrative style, I think more people like get to play it. You can. It's more clippable. It's more you know accessible, and 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 that I think that's what would drive it into the conversation more mainstreamy but i but I, I do like that i am seeing chatter about street fighter is it like the day that the nominees were announced the first thing i saw people talking about was where is street fighter where is street fighter and that was satisfying to me i'm like at least people remember that this game was great and that's good yeah yeah there were other games as well which people talked about which were not there and i think i'll start with like the big one which is starfield um <laughs> I feel a lot of the argument about Starfield for this award is in bad faith because we are you know the game the game has been out for a while people have had enough time to digest it and I think going by the a lot of the reception uh not appearing on game of the year nominee i think is fair i think so too i i i think so too i think that uh i made a mistake by playing borders yet before playing starfield because now i'm looking at starfield and going this is just fallout 4 in space and it's obviously more than that but if i was being reductive it's it is just that and fallout 4 in space that's fine. I like Fallout 4 fine enough, but it's not something I would give Game of the Year. And and that I guess that just goes to show the quality of this year. And I know there's like some yeah. fanboys out there going, "Oh my gosh, Xbox has been miffed or whatever." But it's not that. It's just it's just a really strong year and it's just a really strong. I th- I actually think Starfield can get a nomination. Maybe last yeah. year or this year, it's, it's possible. possible. Yes, it is. It's possible. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. Jedi Survivor. <laughs> uh, Jedi Survivor's biggest knock against it was the the state it launched in and the state it still is on PC. It was just poor. It's if if you are launching and you have to have you know that jpeg of the what the <laughs> we are sorry we apologize jpeg and we are working on performance then uh bad signs not great <laughs> not great those are not good signs otherwise the the game is really good the game is really good i i actually enjoyed the game after a while i think Possibly gets in over Alan Wake if it launches in a better state. Probably, yeah, probably. Then again, I haven't played Alan Wake, so I'm sorry. Don't take my opinion <laughs> as law there. But yeah, uh, Jedi Survivor. That's why it got snubbed. Final Fantasy 16. I also think in. I also think in another year it gets nominated. I think it was. How? Explain if you to ask me, me how Final Fantasy 16. Final Fantasy 16, the most awards baiting Final Fantasy that has there's been since like I don't know 12 or something. Like, how does this one miss? It doesn't make logical sense. Well, the thing is, when you play the game, it's actually anime as hell. <laughs> it's, it's 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 not as awards baiting as you think. It's anime as hell, uh, and like I. I love Final Fantasy 16. I think it's given me the highest of highs this year. Of 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 many games I've of a lot of the video games I've played in my whole life. I think the highest highs I've ever hit were with this game. But it's a bit inconsistent. 
Uh, I still think it's probably my favorite game this year, but if it's not somebody else's, I perfectly understand because there, there are some parts which, which are a bit slow, which you know, which do make you question the pacing. And if you weren't willing to deal with that, I think you're perfectly valid. Yeah, yeah. That's why it doesn't feel as much as a perfect game as the other nominees. I remember most people talking. The only knock, okay, not only, you know, the only, the biggest knock I, I, the biggest consistent knock I saw from different outlets about sixteen was that it's so like boom, 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 and then some side quests are like uh, mediocre, and that's fine and passable in everything because there's a lot of mediocre like side quests in The Witcher Three, but The Witcher Three has some main quests which are like walk and talk you know like the walk and talk sec- like in red dead redemption too it's like this whole mission is just grab this you know freaking horse thing and you're in the you have a conversation while going to another town and that's your story quest so you're not having these super highs but because final fantasy is just like running at two thousand percent when it brings you down to like 75 you're like man what a what a bummer it it's <laughs> the, the the whiplash really hits you because you're doing an incredible boss fight and then the next minute uh what's this yeah you're trying to gather you're trying to uh find a bunch of kids who stole a gate pass from from your friend (laughs) that's an example like you did a giant boss fight but then after that you're trying to find the stolen gate pass and that whiplash which is uh, it as a game dev, you know why you've done that. You don't want your pacing to be at two thousand percent every time. But as a player, uh, you'll be like, "Man, I don't want to do this. I want to do the fast stuff. What's going on? Give it yeah, back!" Yeah. And especially in the latter parts of the game, it does that too often. So uh, that a lot of people who have uh negative thoughts about ff16 a lot of them say that oh uh it's that it i got worn out towards the end yeah yeah Yeah, people lots of people who didn't finish the game that's what they say they're like oh i just got worn out towards the end yeah that's that's fair that's fair so and while like i said the game is great probably still my favorite of the year but in a year like this, the level of quality needed is much higher. Super, super high. Yeah, that, that, that's all there is to it. So, why? while I am disappointed that the game didn't make it, I, I can understand why. My other game that I even played it a bit yesterday because I was like, let me remember why I thought this game was like this good is Hi Fi Rush. And I'm telling you, man, like, I think it's my number two game this year, man. Like, I was about this game, like, man. And you know, I don't even like, like, character action games. But, oh my goodness, dude, Hyther Rush is amazing. Like, the, the, the art style, the music, the style, like, of the game. That's the whole style of the game. Like, like, the characters, the way they talk, the dialogue, the way the dialogue is, is written. Now, now listen, Dennis. Like, the, the action itself. Uh, like no, listen to me. If Devil May Cry 5 couldn't get nominated in 2019, which is considered a weaker year, by the way, what chance did Hi-Fi Rush have this year? And that is so good. And this is... And this... I don't like to say it, but I'm going to call genre bias. I feel like the industry... Well, it really likes the character action games, just like platformers. They're not gonna win Game of the Year. Did Bayonetta not get, like, acclaim? Bayonetta 2 in 2014, the worst year ever, got a nomination. Bayonetta 3 didn't come close last year. Tony got best action game. Man. That's, that's, that's wild. I mean, um... Devil May Cry 5! In 2019, never got anything. 
I mean, speaking of stuff which is surprising, there was a From Software game that released this year. A AAA From Software game released this year to critical acclaim and was not nominated. That's wild. Because it's a pure, it is a pure action game. That's why. They're gonna nominate it for action game and call it a day. I'm talking about Armored Core 6, by that. the way, for the, for, for the listeners. Exactly. And people, I remember people, mm-hmm. I remember my friends laughing at me when I was saying, like, Armored Core 6 might be a game of the end of and people were like, you're joking. And I was, I was laughing as well because, like, Armored Core has always been niche and weird and, like, not the best, you know, like, not the best games. They're experimental, you know, they're trying stuff. But I, I had a feeling that from software would have learned from the stuff they've done in the past and would implement that stuff and more people would be willing to try a weird from software thing and i think they managed to do that because i think Armored core 6 yes so it sounds are incredible there. so there's definitely going to be an Armored core 7 or an Armored core uh, colon something 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 man it, it's actually really crazy we're in a world where from software is big enough to sell armored core on their name alone that's so that's so it's, wild it's crazy yeah <laughs> It's really good, though. It 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 puts it puts a smile on my it's, face. It's really good. It's really good. The other game that um I I, I it, it was not game of the year nominated, but very critically acclaimed is Lies of P. Did very well. Has a cult following. I'll call it a cult following. Like people, there's some people who are like crazy about that game. Also nowhere near here. And I think in most years. A game that people are saying is as close to Bloodborne as can be, where there's so much Bloodborne freaking people like worship that game. I mean, come on. You see, the, the thing with Lies of Peas, it, it, it's, it might be a bit too derivative for its own good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I know I know that. Uh, what did they say about the highest form of flattery? <laughs> imitation. <laughs> yes, imitation. But, oof, yeah, it's it's a rip off and a half. But it's a great game. I like it. I I, I like it. Uh, I'm going to give a slight spot. I'm going to give a spoiler warning for the. Post credits cutscene for Lies of P. Okay, spoiler warning, spoiler warning, spoiler warning. Please skip ahead five minutes if you don't want to be spoiled. Okay, there. Uh, they basically they seem to be setting up uh, what's this fairy tale cinematic universe because the post credit scene teases uh, Wizard of That's Oz. Fucking awesome. <laughs> so. Uh, I think with something like Wizard of Oz, whatever they go for might be a bit more original. So definitely keep your eyes out on Neo with Studio. Okay, spoiler talk it's done. It's gonna be <laughs> That's not the only, only game though. There's also Octopath Traveler 2, which most people are like, hey, you want a classic JRPG, four dudes on one side, taking turns to hit the other four dudes on the other side, play Octopath Traveler 2. And I think the other, the two things which which people were surprised at, uh, of course, it wasn't nominated for best RPG. Fine, because you know, one Sea of Stars, uh, its reception fizzled out. Two Final Fantasy sixteen is not really an RPG. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the for me the big sin was that it wasn't nominated for best music that is a crime that's actually a crime <laughs> that 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 says a lot about the jury the fact that they couldn't nominate octopath 2 for best music yeah i remember octopath octopath 1 had really good music so i'm i'm, I'm pretty sure octopath 2 octopath 2 has somehow got better music it's incredible that's that's man and there's uh, the one game that is probably the highest selling game that's not a FIFA or COD that has no nominations <laughs> somehow, which is Hogwarts Legacy. Uh, <laughs> uh, right. 
right. I, I'll be honest. I just with you, have to talk about I it. I did not expect that. I'll be honest with you. I really didn't, because I know like the, uh, I know the international, my international. I mean like non-American, non-European outlets loved Hogwarts Legacy like, like a lot. So and obviously it's so because like most people played the game, um, and it's the highest selling game of the year. Even still, more than COD. I know COD like came out like garbage this year, but like surely. Yeah, I I believe it's still the highest selling That's game of the year. That's crazy, jeez. Yo. <laughs> it was a hit, like uh, in terms of top sold. But then, I've never seen a game come out to have eighty-five Metacritic, thirty. Obviously, it's over thirty million sales at this point. But nobody talks Just about nobody, it. Literally, no one talks about it. Like absolutely nobody. Nobody is talking. Like nobody is talking about it. And I don't think that's to avoid, you know, the controversial author. There's, it's just nobody's talking about it. There's nothing to talk that's about. The thing is, like, it's just a, it's just a. How, how do I say this? It's a. You know, you know, you know like, a, if you put like make third person game. Like you made an AI prompt thing, and like you, you told it to like spit out a game, it would spit out Hogwarts Legacy, and that, like that's not like a like a like an indictment on the game or anything. Like it's a, it's a good game, like it's decent enough, but like that's the problem is that it's just decent enough, you know? <laughs> like it does it it doesn't have something which is gonna make people go back and talk about it, whether it's something bad or something good. It doesn't have that quality or something to get people talking about it apart from its contentious author the, its contentious source materials author and that's a shame i really feel bad for the devs yeah. i really really do but like they probably i guess they just didn't make a game that that hit that bar it's at the same time people would just be like oh yeah this game came out <laughs> It, it feels like as, it uh, feels like Jedi Survivor is the better IP game. Jedi Survivor is the much better exactly. IP game. It's, it's it strikes me as a Shadow of War. Like remember how like it's like oh you made first you made that game Shadow of War which is like amazing and then like you've just made Shadow of War or um or it reminds me also of uh, um Horizon Forbidden West where it's like you just made a really good game and that's fine i guess you know <laughs> like that's sort of where yeah. I, I i i put it which is i mean it is what it is i guess next time make sure your author isn't weird because if the author wasn't weird i think i think there will just be more people pulling for it because the love millennials have for harry potter is not normal <laughs> so like it's a beloved franchise. It's part of a lot of people's growing up and seeing the author being a terrible person in recent in recent years and then you know seeing some people lose love with a franchise they they grew up with and enjoy. It's such a shame. Everything that happened around the game, you just feel you feel bad and you're like you you person, why are you the way that you are? Like, be, just don't, don't be yeah, that person. Just be normal, screams. <laughs> just be normal. Why are you the way that you are? Why, why do you have to ruin this for everyone? And more than why are you ruining, ruining this for everyone? Why are you making life hard for those poor, the, the poor people you're talking so many bad things about? Jeez. That's not right. I, I I I know I know like the franchise is important, but like what she's doing is worse than is more important than the franchise. The people she's talking down to that's not fair, and it's a shame. I think we can just like quickly go through the um the the the, the next categories like very quickly like uh in the, the next big award is best game direction, and that's Alan Wake, Baldur's Gate, Marvel Spider-Man, Super Mario Brothers Wonder, and Legend of Zelda. I think this is also a very, very competitive um, uh, category, and I just like to remind people that game direction—you have like, um, I think, uh, 
uh, what's this? Did God of War win this one? No, I think God of War didn't win this one. God of War won oh, both. God of War, God won, of War both. won both. But there's been years where it's like, could could Sometime... Gima won this one in a year where Death Stranding was yeah, both, de- the one which won Game of the Year? Stuff like that happens all yeah, the time. Yeah, that it doesn't always happen, but it does yeah, happen. So it's not like a lock for Baldur's Gate or or Zelda to win this category. I actually hell, I would say Sam Lake, Sam Lake, and Alan Wake have a good shot at I, this one. I think so too because the game is very weird and strange, and I also do think that Super Mario Brothers Wonder also has a shot at it as well. Like just game direction yeah. stuff is is, is crazy. And another thing I'd like to say, Dennis, uh, Game Direction is five games. Game of the Year is six games. The game which is not on Game which is not on Game Direction but is on Game of the Year is usually a sign as to how as to where it placed. I guess if you yeah, can say yeah, that, sure. as to how close it was to being not in the list. Yeah. <laughs> That's. That's why I. That's why RE4 is probably the most contentious, if at okay, all. Yeah, yeah. But you know, that that's why there, there's people defending it and people against it. But you know, not as bad as other. Yeah, when it's you fine. put it that way, it's like. I, 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 <laughs> I, I, in previous years, I remember I always used to say like, whatever wins action adventure is probably also gonna win game of the year. Like that's usually what I would like uh, default to. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I also want to talk about what I think is the the most con- like the most competitive category, and I think we can close on on this one, which is the best performance awarded to an individual for voiceover, acting, motion, and or performance capture. So everything, and there are six people in here. So uh, alphabetical order: Ben Starr, Final Fantasy sixteen, as the lead. Uh, what's his name? He's got a. He's got a a regular is Clive. Clive. Just Clive. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's Clive. Um, we've got Cameron Monaghan, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Cal Kestis, I believe, is the name of the character. Yes. Um, decent performer. Decent performance, that one. I'll say that. He, 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 he was really good. He was yeah. good. I'll, I'll vouch for him. Idris Elba in Cyberpunk 2077 Phantom Liberty which is one of the highest nominated games this year by the way <laughs> um, yeah Phantom Liberty I haven't played it yet I've just seen the clips Idris, even in the ads Idris Elba looks like he's really like like he's acting acting it's like it's like it's like he was like given a role in some I don't know, big movie that's supposed to make him a superstar. Weird movie. Yeah, and he's like, I am going to act the shit out of this. <laughs> like, he really, really, like, he was really into it in a very weird way. It's, it's, it's... Yeah, I know lots of people say that, oh, voice actors and actors are different, but you know, they are those who are good at both. Giselba definitely seems like one of yep, those. Yep. We have uh, Melanie Liber in Alan Wake 2. Uh, she's supposed to be As Saga. Saga, yes, Saga, the other Saga. Mm-hmm. Uh, lead character, protagonist. Yeah. And then we have new newborn in Baldur's Gate Three. He is Astarian, who is the, the fan, the fan favorite. favorite, the 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 thirst trap, the main thirst trap of Baldur's Gate Three. The cover star. Yep. <laughs> Um, and Yuri Lowenthal, freaking legendary Yuri Lowenthal, as uh, Peter Parker in Marvel Spider-Man Two. Um, this I li- this is difficult. Is difficult. I was telling, like I, I, am, I'm I was saying before we, record, we started recording the podcast, I was like, if there's any person who tells you with full confidence that they know who's winning this category, they are lying to you. <laughs> Liars. I'm. I'm going. I'm. I'm very sorry to say, but I think automatically, uh, Jedi Survivor and Alan Wake 2's nominees are the least likely. I feel like automatically we will put it between the four, the other four. Okay, and then. Then for me it's a complete toss-up. I don't know. <laughs> I 
also don't know. I, I, I don't like, know. I, I can because make, I can make like, a case for you in all things that this guy is a legend. This guy is has been. He just he, he deserves it for the yes, past. He deserves yeah. It. Like, you can make a very strong case for him. Like he, and you know, the the funny part here is even among fan bases, uh. Even people who don't like Final Fantasy 16 will say that Ben Star was amazing. So, the entirety of the Final Fantasy fan base, and also he's a he's a great guy, by the way. He's he's, he's very entertaining. So, the entirety of the Final Fantasy fan base is behind Ben Star. The entirety of the comic book video game fan base is behind Yuri Lowenthal, who was also excellent. The entirety of I don't know what to call the people who like Baldur's Gate, but (laughs) yes, the Bioware fans, yes, the Bioware fans are all behind uh, uh, Mr. Newborn, behind Newborn, and that's crazy, like, I feel all three of those fan bases are absolutely valid when they're busy screaming all over Twitter saying, this obviously goes to this. Oh, this is obviously for this. They're saying this is obviously for this, of course, with a bias, but I'm like, you could be right. Of course, Idris Elba doesn't have that fan base backing, yeah, so but, but it again, doesn't seem as but obvious. But he is fantastic, yeah, and he's an actor. He's an, an, actual, he's an actual actor. Yeah. So, like, it's... Oh, man. It's so hard. This category is so hard. I'm rooting for Ben Starr. Of course I am. I really enjoy Clive's performance. I think Clive is a great protagonist. And his, and Ben Starr really sold the character. It really feels like Ben Starr is Clive in a lot of ways. Yeah, I mean, I, I, mean, I was... I, I, I don't know who I'm rooting for. Like, I, I obviously really like Borders Gate, but you know what, in a way, I, I kind of really want Yuri Lowenthal to like get his flowers. I've been a, I've been a fanboy, like, full transparency, I've been a fanboy of Yuri Lowenthal for years. Yeah, like he's working anime in like he's Ben 10 come on he's Ben Tennyson like he's working he's Sasuke right like he's he's, he's been amazing in he needs this like the way I was rooting for Laura Bailey uh, like a few years ago is the same way 2020 the same way I'm rooting for Yuri Lawanthor he needs that like he, he needs it I know though that he can probably get nominated again the other guys Apart from Ben Star, I don't think might have a, a chance to do this again. That's that's probably the only reason why I can be okay with him not getting it now. Because I know that next year or two years from now, Yuri Lawrence is probably going to be nominated again. That's the only reason I can be like, okay, yeah. it's fine. Um, but man, I mean, I, I love that performance is, in my opinion, the most competitive category, and also like I guess it shows how. I feel like almost every year it's competitive. Do you remember 2018 when Yuri Lointhor didn't win? He was nominated, but he didn't win because of freaking Roger Clark. Oh, shit. Arthur Morgan, Morgan, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) And Christopher Judge also didn't win that year. That shows you how crazy voice uh, the, the acting category is. It's so good these days. 2020 as well was insane. Yeah, the acting is always actually kind. I remember the Laura Bailey year, like, I was just like, she just has to win. Because like, yes, I remember there was like, a, like the, the, the other nominees were like quite good that year. <laughs> they were quite good. Um, yeah, so. <laughs> anyway, I guess that is the, the Game Awards and sort of, I guess, of, like, I guess a recap of 2023's year in gaming. What a great year for games video games not the industry but the great for video games um yeah uh, i am hoping that next year will be just as good uh, all the stuff that was delayed there was a lot of stuff delayed um it's probably pointing to it being a really good year there's a final fantasy coming out next year yeah there's, there's lots of stuff coming out next year I, I'm, I'm 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 gonna put something on the record here just for fun not saying i'm gonna be right but I'm going to stick a leg out and say the six nominees for game for the Game Awards next year. By the way, there's a chance that any of these games may slip into 2025. I don't care. I just want to see how right I am next year. But the six nominees for the Game Awards 2024, 2024 Game of the Year 
We're going to be GTA 6. Don't shoot me. I truly believe the game is coming out I next think, year. I, I think it is as well, yes. I believe GTA 6 will be there. I believe Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth will be there. I believe uh, Metaphor Ari Fantasio will be there. Atlas Games do well at these shows. Now, once again, don't shoot me. I believe Metroid Prime 4 <laughs> is going to be there. I, I, I sincerely believe Metroid Prime 4 will be there because it is going to be a launch title for the Switch 2. This is this is me this is me put putting putting all my chips on the table. So Metroid Prime 4 is my fourth game. I also believe that uh another putting all my chips in the table, I believe Hellblade 2 will be there. Man, that game is like and it, it's going to break it's going to break people on twitter talking about xbox tax which is so stupid <laughs> but it's going to break the xbox tax discourse and i also believe a new monster hunter will be there these are really by the way most of the games i've said here one of the games i've said here has not even been announced we don't even know it, if it exists and the others are all shovelware. But I'm willing to bet that these will be the six nominees next year. Very, very possible. Very, very possible. Like the GT, I mean, obviously, like, I guess we can just very quickly talk about the fact that Rockstar just tweeted out like, Hey, GTA 6, we're going to release a trailer, by the way. And, <laughs> and man, it has been so long. Like, I played that game on PS3. That's wild. Like, it's a PS3 game. <laughs> <laughs> A whole generation of video games passed and there was no GTA on it. That is absurd. Um, but super looking forward to GTA. I don't know what GTA is going forward. Like, does that formula still work? Um, maybe because it's been so long, we're, we're going to be so like nostalgic for it. I guess it, it will still work based just based on the fact that we haven't had that in almost 10 years. So people will be hungry for that so i can't wait man i honestly can't wait gta is always a uh, an event truly it's always always an event so i i honestly can't wait to see what what that is i don't think it will be at the show though no because it's too big yeah for no the show. I, it, it won't be at the show didn't they say that they're releasing it in like early december or something like a trailer yeah with the game awards are also early early december but yeah it will probably be, be before show. before the event and i think that's for the best uh, I, I I remember listening to a podcast. I think it was the a kind of funny podcast or something, and they were saying GTA being at the Game Awards would be a net positive, a net negative for everyone because it's all anyone would talk about. Like people would not talk about exactly. the awards, they won't different. talk about the reviews. They'll just talk about GTA Six, and that's not good for celebrating games as a whole. You know, like that's how big GTA Six is. Like it will just swallow everything. I, I can't see I you know you know how much love I have for Hellblade. I cannot see Hellblade getting uh, what? Uh, not not it will get positive reviews, but I, I I see it being like an 81, 82 maybe. And like the people who love it, like weirdos like me, like will love it. Will be, it will probably be my game of the year. But it's not something which no, people I, I will think, like. I think hell. Hellblade's reputation has gone up so much in the past couple of years that it's got that status now. You think people are looking at I it the way like, okay, m maybe Naughty Dog is too high a bar, but like, say, an Insomniac level, like, oh, the game from those guys. Yeah. I, yeah. I think Hellblade has made a big enough name for itself. Ah, we'll see. I, I, I hope it, it sells because um, those games do need to sell uh, and whatever Capcom I mean, game pass, whatever okay. Capcom is releasing next year is probably going to be great at this point like that's not even a, that's not even a that's a spoiler at this point that's not even a prediction <laughs> it's, a, it's a spoiler it's Capcom it's a spoiler at this point whatever they release one of them will be a game of the enemy like that's just the level they're at right now that's 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 the level they're swimming at these days are they the ones doing Dragon's Dogma is that Capcom or is that Namco 
Yes, but Dragon Dragon's Dogma is too weird to become a oh, game of the but year. But man, yeah, I trust them, dude. Like, I don't know, you know, if Baldur's Gate managed, and it's a good, like, it's a Dragon's big Dogma is weird in a different way. <laughs> it's Capcom and it's fantasy, and uh, there's a way. Yeah, but Dragon's Dogma doesn't have any writing. The fun in Dragon's Dogma is the fact that oh, I can climb this monster's tail. Not that oh I can I can sleep with a bear. It's it's different. <laughs> is but is Monster Hunter like Monster Hunter like so d- destiny numbers, and it's Monster Hunter. And I, I used to make fun oh. of Zuze for playing Monster Hunter. Like I was a gamer and people played Monster Hunter were weirdos. And now everyone's playing Monster Hunter, so I'm pretty yeah, sure. Well, Monster Hunter World was Game of the Year nominated, by the way. Yeah. So and Monster Hunter I think has broken that barrier. If Monster Hunter, which I still think is a game for weirdos, managed to break that barrier, I think Dragon's Dogma can 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 manage as well. Yeah, fine, because you in both games you climb the tail of a yep. monster. Fine, sure. Yep. But we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, on, on on that end, I guess we can end the the podcast. I think we will reconvene after the uh, the winners are there, and just to to see. Um, I guess, I guess, I don't know, celebrate the year and also, I guess, maybe make predictions or look forward to stuff. Talk about the announcements. I'm sure there'll be something new announced. I'm sure Kojima will be there. Probably have another Death Stranding trailer or something. Um, yeah, yeah, we're probably going to see a trailer for Metal Gear Solid 4 remake or something. I don't know. Um, yeah, we'll see something. We'll see. We'll see something there, which is gonna be interesting. Um, maybe we'll get a, a, another teaser for Elder Scrolls Six. Please, Todd Howard alone. <laughs> yeah. On that note, uh, thank you guys for listening. Um, yeah, and we'll catch you after the game awards. <laughs>